Hello, welcome to Smash Loot and Roll, a D&D game among friends near and far. In the last episode, the trio ended a long day in Waterdeep, only to be awakened by alarm bells in the middle of the night. What has caused the city of Waterdeep to raise a citywide alarm? How will the trio come to the aid of the city? Well, let's find out. Please enjoy episode 13, Grace of Kel, and thank you for listening. Bowden, you were awakened by the sound of the bells in the city... Uh, various bells ringing, almost like a call to arms or a call for the guards to defend something. You have quickly w- woken up your counterparts, as well as <laughs> as w- as well as you got Kyle looking around, not really barking, but trying to figure out what's going on. So, <laughs> poor dog. Who's Kyle? <laughs> Kyle's a Kyle is a dog that uh I need to be is the NPC dog I very well need to be careful with. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Just checking. I mean, a lot of things could bark, so yeah. there are real John Wick vibes if you mess with the dog. Got it. So if you go over into roll twenty and you click on click on the third icon over, it's like handouts. There's actually a picture of Kyle the dog in there. I see Kyle. Aww. <laughs> Such a good That's boy. The <laughs> That's yeah. the best boy ever. Aww. Okay. I so, like I like Kyle. There's Kyle. Okay. Bowden, Adrock, and Ship. What are you guys doing? Um, reluctantly getting my weapons and, and heading out the door to, towards the sound. Okay. All right. You guys get up and head out the door. And as you guys notice, as you guys are uh, rolling down rolling down the stairs from your level, you guys notice that there's the sounds coming from your compatriots, not compatriots, but your employees' rooms. Almost like it's like the hissing and you know scratching and gnawing and Sony's trying to tear the wood off the walls and we as we're passing by we hear this yeah as you're passing by the room as you're go, the doorway you go down to head downstairs ah damn uh. and shout out like please say something if you're alive <laughs> sounds delightful <laughs> i'm so I, glad i'm here actually i'm uh, not here yet so that's we, fine we, we, we continue we, we adopted a, a a set of of street toughs to become our our workers general purpose workers I, I look expectantly at Bowden since he's the stoutest <laughs> one among us. Like, you want to? Right. Boot. <laughs> Give me right a strength. Got the hammer. Boot. <laughs> Give me a strength check, there, buddy. I, I I just hope that's not we're not catching them. You know, in a compromising situation. Thank you. Well phrased. <laughs> I'm impressed, George. Woo! I Bowdened it right off the bat. Let's get him out. Let's go. Let's. Did you know that if you kick at the door jam as opposed to the center, you will shatter your tibia? It's true. I just found it out. <laughs> oh. So you you go to kick the door and you notice Bowden's sort of kicking the door jam and the other door's shaking a little bit. Can I, can I point at the the right side of the door? You oh, this side. Oh, that side. Hold well, on. Kick the wall. Kick the actual door. Oh, that's better. 17. Okay. <laughs> yeah. After you figure out that kicking the wall in is going to take a lot longer. And probably hurt a lot more. You finally get a good good foot on the door. It's late. Yeah. He's tired. We get it's it. Late. So you guys just remember you guys haven't had a long rest, so your items haven't reset. If they have, don't really worry about it. It's mechanics. We'll worry about that later. As you kick open the door, it is you have you're a dwarf. You have night vision. You can see the in the dark. And as as you move forward, you see a large, ah, eh, not really a large figure. You see a figure about your size, long, agated snout, furry, sort of. It gives you a side profile. It looks back at you. As is you that, see, is that what's uh, his name? Is rat form? Yeah, that's the rat form. Okay. As you but see, is he... 
as you see another one jump, you know, smashing through the window to jump out. More than one. Yeah. You see this, one jump. Was this the room where all the guys had bedded down? Yep, that's the room where all the guys were uh, Gerald Poe and uh, their counterpart bedded down at. Okay, so we see Gerald. Gerald's the weir rat or whatever. Yep. Um, he's uh, hypothetically the one standing there. Then another yep. one went out. Yep. Are they? Are there beds here that are empty, or are they, they full of corpses, or what? No, no corpses. They all, uh, they're all disheveled. Looks like somebody had been sleeping in them. They woke up. Sheets are torn. Things like that. Whatever reason, these guys, you know, it looks like looks like they've changed forms. Gerald, are you all right? He sort of looks at you for a moment. He gives you the growl. You see the big bright red eyes as he growls real deep at you, and he follows the other one out out the second story window. I'll take that as a eh. <laughs> yeah, it's like a malevolent Pied Piper thing going on. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Um, you catch. He didn't attack though. That's a good sign. Yeah. So. Uh, you catch glancing out the window just as you follow him. You can see the which kind of surprises you because you don't remember cloud cover at night that night, but you can see the misty rain and you see the clouds part for a moment. And you can see the full moon. Ooh, that's bad timing. <laughs> inauspicious <laughs> i didn't know they were all weird people <laughs> yeah we should have put on that the uh, background check yeah <laughs> the employment record. you suffer from any of the following illnesses lycanthropy <laughs> that's about the only one we care about right there so <laughs> that and vampirism exactly all right so since they're gone i i guess we're going to continue outside towards the sound of the bells so we can't do much about the wear rats all right. As you guys continue outside, close the window. <laughs> you guys come back in through the front door when you're not when you're sober. Yeah. So you guys continue outside, Bowden. As you come outside, you notice that lightning in the form, which is really odd to you. To your south, to your south, to your west, to your south and west, you see bolts of lightning, but they're both in a uh, reddish hue. And to your north, you see another bolt of lightning, but it's more of a silvery blue color. And Bowden, you're mm -hmm. the only one that sees these these lightning strikes. So in short, did you see that? And they go, what? <laughs> yeah. Well, what's really surprising to you is you guys come running out. Like I said, there's a marine layer that has come in. This fog has sort of rolled in over the city. And right. you've got a light rain going through. Mm -hmm. uh, which really darkens the whole area. So those that don't have any type of night vision, you guys are considered low light. For, which makes your perception checks with visibility more difficult. Right. But you yeah. guys can clearly hear the bells. For you guys, <clears throat> the bell sounds for you, since the Troll Skull Manor's behind you, are to the north and east of you, heading away from this ocean. All right. All right, guys. I don't know what's going on, but there and there, there's big red lightning strikes that apparently I can only see. And over there, great big silvery ones that only I can see. That sounds like Big mana juju, if you ask me, but I don't know. Were you drinking earlier? <laughs> no more than usual. <laughs> I mean, it'd probably make you unconscious, but <laughs> for me, you know, that was just a nightcap. Um, the, 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 the half a keg? <laughs> it's a pony. You know, who doesn't do a pony at night? So the, 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 the silver lightning, did it come over from the direction of the, you said the north it was coming from? Correct. Is that where the bells are coming from? That's where the bell north the north and east are where the bells are coming from. 
Why don't we go that way towards the bells? All right. Is Kyle with us? Would you like? Would you? Are you gonna call yeah. Kyle side or are you gonna leave? Kyle. Okay, Kyle stays with Kyle. you. She'll run right with you. Has he got? Has he got his plot armor on? Kyle, don't come out without your plot armor. <laughs> oh. Kyle always has plot armor on. I've, I've already threatened. I've already threatened the DM if anything should happen to Kyle. So he's got his plot armor on. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now, are this typical like church bell sounds? For this time, it's more of the church bell sounds, but it, it sounds like they're using them as an alarm system. You can actually see as you guys are coming running out. You guys are armored up. You have you notice that some people are like opening their windows and sticking their head out, looking around, trying to figure out what's going on. As you guys come out to the edge of uh, Troll Skull Manor, you guys got the direction of, excuse me, because you're coming out on the north road, you guys go at the direction of left and right. Bowden, once again, you see a flash of, you see two flashes of lightning. The one to your left, which is would be the west, would be the west again, is red. And the one to your right, which is east, is once again is that oddish uh, silver blue lightning. But this time inside the lightning, you almost you're pretty sure you see like the image of a dragon's head right that's where we're going okay but i'll tell them what i saw it's like over that way red lightning over there silver lightning with a dragon's head that seems like a sign to me so i'd like to go that way as you guys turn the as you guys turn the corner to head down the street you guys can hear what is definitely the sounds of people starting to scream uh almost it sounds like the noises have started off slow uh, you know, this is the eve of Founders Day, so some people have already started the parties, but the parties have turned from like the fun Mardi Gras things to screams of terror, probably a few hundred feet in front of you. Okay. At one point, as you guys go running out, as you guys are moving down the street, you also notice you notice there's a, a group that cuts across from alleyway to alleyway, and right behind them, you see a, a creature sort of peer its head out of the alleyway, about six foot tall, uh, covered in fur. And sort of and looks left and right down the alleyway, but it doesn't seem to spot you guys immediately. Okay. Does it look like one does it does it look like one of our buddies or <laughs> it looks a lot bigger than your buddies? Oh, okay. So full uh, on werewolf the, style. Yeah, the, the stout's much more elongated, more dog like features. Oh, that's a bad doggy. I point him out to the team. I go yeah. and is he what's the where thing doing? Uh, right now he's sniffing the air for a moment, almost as if he's listening to something. Reaches down in his claw, re- takes his claw off to his hand, tears off a chunk of meat from the limb that he's got with him. Limb? And you see him stop for a moment, mm. then turn and dash back down the alleyway from which he come, which he which he appeared from. What well, kind of limb? Human? I'm taking it human, probably human. All right, so he's he's definitely a villain at that point. So. We have a choice of either tracking those guys down or trying to see what the bigger threat is for everybody else. Um, Let's call it lightning because otherwise we'll be in like a, a foot chase with something that is very fast. I agree. Okay. And my legs are only that long. So. <laughs> oh. Yours are too. What are you laughing about? <laughs> so much fun. So Adrox, Adrox's the only one that'll beat us in a <laughs> in a foot race. <laughs> Actually, no, the monk chip, chip moves like the lightning, like, <laughs> like 35 feet, legs. right? <laughs> All right, so you guys continue Fastest moving on for life. <laughs> you guys continue moving on for a few minutes as you come around the corner. You can see pretty much the brawl has spilled out from outside of a bar into the street fight going on where you got people trying to escape the fight. Other people are engaging what you guess to be some type of uh, lycanthropy, and it's going on, and also not. 
maybe a half block away, you can see a building on fire. Okay. Are the lycanthropes actively uh, attacking people? Yes, they are actively attacking people. Oh, damn uh, pause for a moment. Emily, what's your character's name again? Kilgore? Kilgrace. 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 Say it one more time. Kelgrace. Kelgrace. Cool. Because <laughs> otherwise I'm going to keep saying Kilgore. <laughs> I mean. Emphasis on Grace. Yeah. Aww. So it's the Foo Fighters. So you've been, you know, you know it's founder. You know it's the Eve for Founders Day. So Founders Day is a very big. Think of it like the Fourth of July celebration for America, but Founders Day is that that type of big thing for Waterdeep, where you've been out, where you've been living these past few years. And one of the favorite places for you to hang out is a tavern called Exodus. Kind of a good area to make contacts for different things, especially with your line of work from time to time. Mm-hmm. But it's also one of the uh, better bars to slash taverns to actually enjoy the rowdiness of founders you know founders day drink and everything else one of the things that's really popular here at uh exodus is uh, a brew from a um a brewmaster out on the countryside and uh in harborough kind of surprised that they haven't delivered their normal cast of uh whiskey that they normally get in but they still had some of the drink that you actually like to take part of, which they get like once every quarter or so. But at some point during the night, unexpectedly, out of the blue, you know, the normal bar fight expected to start and everything else. And uh, next thing you know, uh, the bar fight goes from just being the typical, hey, drunk idiots, having fun to full-on six-foot furry creatures, big dog-like faces and snout, start tearing apart the bar. Excellent. So. Must be Thursday. It's Thirsty Thursday. <laughs> <sighs> In the meantime, you you have just started to basically make your way out of the bar with some of the other patrons as uh, things started to deteriorate. Some of the some of the patrons will fight; other ones will choose the other part of the road and escape and everything else. And uh, you come stumbling out in the roadway and they in the main street of the bar. You notice that. There's about three of those creatures being engaged. You know, two of them are actively have pinned two patrons down to the ground, are actively rolling with them, while another one's facing off to face off two other patrons with weapons that don't that seem to be holding their own but not not really gaining ground. Uh, Bowden, Adrock, and Ship. That's also what you see at basically the front of this tavern. You see right. a bit of a brawl going on. Doesn't seem like it's a fair fight. Nope. Oh no, the two that are on the ground looks like the uh, the creatures are definitely having their way. One of them's on, on the ground trying to crawl away on all fours as the creature just digs into the you know, the back and takes a stout, buries itself into the uh, tra- the traps of the of the person. All right, so we're not saving that one. Nope, he did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, can I cast Ray of Sickness on the other one? How about everybody give me an initiative roll? It means roll a d20 in. Thank you. Yep. You can also right click on the box at the top center that says initiative. Initiative. Yep. And click roll. Okay. Oh, but George just bought me all these fabulous dice. <laughs> Natural 20 for Bowden. Nice. Do I have to type it in? No, you can tell me. Five. Am I like joining this crew now? Like I'm helping? Oh, uh, you can choice? just. You can run away. You can do it however you want. I'm just saying that you you see three people come running up, weapons drawn. You see a fight going on. And you get to decide how you want to act. 
Yeah, most people in town don't haul weapons around, but for some okay. reason, these, these guys running up are like full, fully tanked out. You guys want to describe? Bowden, why don't you? I feel like describe- yeah, I, I need to join them instead of try to beat them. That sounds like a plan. Yeah. Bowden, why don't you describe describe what you look like, Kel Grace? Bowden's about five and a half feet tall, about five and a half feet wide. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry. Solid, solid, solid dwarf tank. Okay. Uh, but with but with uh, a, a very overt uh, religious looking symbol on his chest and on his uh, any of his equipment, it, it, it appears to be a silvery dragon kind of uh, emblem. Uh, In addition, he's got dark hair, uh, the usual dwarfish beard, and a, and a and a pleasant twinkle in his eye. So, I like the pleasant twinkle. Yep, that, that was a good detail. Thank you. How about you, Adrock? Yeah, so you see Adrock, he's a six-foot-tall hobgoblin, immaculately dressed for a hobgoblin, and a nice flowing long jacket with uh, well-kept trousers and a, and a, um, a uh, shirt uh, underneath. I couldn't, couldn't tell you what it looked like because uh, we're in the middle of a fight. Uh, you, you notice that he has a pair of alchemist tools in his uh, left hand, and that you see a hand crossbow uh, on his waist. Okay. And Chip. If Chip were standing behind Bowden, you probably couldn't see him. <laughs> but devilish, devilishly handsome, this gnome monk. Uh, tunic, lightly dressed, light boots, has the short sword with belt around the waist pretty live and not a whole lot of adornment, but what he is adorned with, it's shiny and flashy. So earrings, a couple of rings, maybe a cool headband and a, something that looks vaguely like a pokeball. <laughs> vaguely like a pokeball. Okay. In, in, in his uh, uh, knapsack, in his little side pouch. Could... Chip, what'd you roll for initiative? One more time. What'd you roll for initiative? I rolled. I haven't rolled. Okay. Adrock, what'd you roll? 14. 14. You were more helpful than me, maybe. That's ah, just who reacts faster. And Kelgris, why don't you describe what they see as the only patron that leaves the bar that's not actually engaged with one of these were creatures? Oh boy. There looking I have around. to remember what I look like. Where do I remember what I look like? Well, other than the fact that you were a dragonborn, you can describe I mean, yeah. yeah. You can describe what you are or what you're wearing, what you you know, make it up as you go. I can make it up. Excellent. Yeah, okay. you don't have to. I wasn't sure how like tightly we were no, you, enjoying you, you, this. Okay. You can make it up as you go. All right. So I am a dragonborn. I am. I was not prepared for this, uh, sir. Um, that's not helpful. Here we go. That's why everybody's. There's a chance. <laughs> there it is. Okay. I had to find it. Please traits okay oh that's right i am a gold dragon what else do you want to know i don't even know what to tell you at this point <laughs> that tells it all <laughs> okay as a gold dragon you definitely got the gold colored scales everybody's slightly waterlogged i mean other than the fact you've just come out of the bar you're not nearly as waterlogged as the other three in front of you okay but with that being said you can see it looks like the four of you against the three creatures that are gnawing on some of the patrons and Bowden, how would you like to react i am going to okay so they're, they've got at least one guy down on the ground or something 
yep. how many baddies there are. are yeah, three bads, nine, five, six. And they're all DM1? Yep. Or no, they're DM1, DM2, two, three. Yeah. All right, you okay. guys should be able to see the uh, map now. Yep. There we are. Oh, there we are. Okay. There's Bowden. So oh, you Kil- play on my laptop. So Kilgrace, you are there. Bowden, you are here. Bing. Bing. Adrock. Where is Kilgrace? Sorry. Over there. Okay. All by myself. You just came Where's- out of the bar right here. Yeah. Okay. Where's Adrock? Bad guy number one who's uh, pouncing on a, a human male, bad guy number two on a human female, and bad guy number three is in a fight with two others. Uh, which was the one that was getting eaten? He was getting eaten from the back. Right here. This one down here, the female is sort of in a that grapple slap fight, trying to get them off, get the werewolf off them. So down. <laughs> so you got a, you get a few good fights going on. All right, okay. team. What do you do? You want to? Who who are the, who are the victims is take getting the worst of it at the moment? The one that's on the ground being uh used as a uh, chew toy, actively mauled. Got it. <laughs> there you go. All right. So, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to figure out how to get there fast with my tiny little legs. Uh, let's see. Or something. No, no. I, I want to go and do a, a spell on the guy on the ground. Let's touch. All right. Told you, Emily. This was going to start off fast and furious, and then get real <laughs> slow. No. <laughs> Bowden tries to figure out what you want to do. Let's see it. Is there still a charge option? Like run, you know, double move and a smack or something like that. Oh, no, there's not that tight. You can do your movement, and if your movement gets in there, you get to attack. If you have an actual fighter class, they have a maneuver that's actually a charge. Yeah, I can get to... Oh, well, okay. I'll at least get enough... I can get close enough to get his attention. So... Yeah, there's no longer the... I mean, you'd have to be a fighter to do that special maneuver. Yep. No, I'll I'll run up and whack him. Okay. Uh, Let's see. To be exact, I will... Let's see. Now this is this is more impulse. I'm just going to run up and whack him with the with the hammer. Curse okay. whack. Technically, they're sharing the same square. So, yep. What's the way. what's the let's see. So I'll roll to hit. That is a 18. 18 hits. Yep. Now I've got two damage numbers. What's the second damage number for? It's versatile. So that I guess that's if being used two handed. Correct. Yes. All right. So I didn't say I pulled out my shield or anything else like that. So. Factor that in, I guess, and uh, I'll go with. Uh, you can, just... If you, yeah, versatile means you can use it one or two handed. So if you use it two handed, you take the higher the two damage properties. Okay. I'll do it two handed and hit him with it. Okay. Whack. Quick question uh, What are you hitting with? That is the plus one Warhammer. All right. That should hit him. <laughs> I hope. Uh, that will be 14 points of damage. You see him rear back. You definitely got his attention. <laughs> as you hit him he pulls himself up off and you've got his attention he's housing pain good that's the response i wanted <laughs> all right who is on deck now chip you are up uh having full confidence bodie's got one werewolf under control i would like to then reactively go to the one chasing the female okay could i be doing flurry of bows with my drunken technique uh yeah if you can make it there yeah I don't, <laughs> i'm also apparently um it's only a five foot reach so so how what's your movement flurry flurry blows no your movement how far can you move 35 right yeah so walk speed one, yeah. two three four five six you can't get 
the only one you could actually get to is if you look at the map based on your distance is the one that Bowden just attacked. Okay. Otherwise, you'll have to do a double move, just be next to him, uh, and you won't get an attack this. I mean, then you can use a bonus action to still attack him. Oh, in that case, I'll move to position myself, and then after the next couple of movements from yeah. my comrades, I can then decide if I'm going to, because then I'll be close to Bodhi or I'll be close to the other attacker, right? Right. So, <clears throat> so I'll just position myself and not attack. Okay. You just go running up, put yourself position that puts you in easy distance of all three of them. Yeah, I'll be ready, guys. All right. Easy enough. Adrock. I pull uh, one of the stones out of my pouch. I dip it in a green liquid and I hurl it at the at the second the one fighting the male or the one fighting the female or the one that's uh, being tag teamed one that's being tag teamed okay all the way in the back yeah and i have a 60 foot range and that's 55 feet away easy enough you're well within your range yep it lashes at it as i throw the stone you see a, a green energy lashes out towards it and i will roll roll to hit uh 15 15 does hit, so you throw the stone, the stone stir, streaks into, turns into a green streak and smashes into the back of this creature. What, how much damage, what, how much damage, what type do you do? Nine uh, poison damage, and uh, it must make a constitution saving throw, DC 14 constitution. Uh, what is it called? Is he anything special? Nope. He fails. He is poisoned until the end of my next turn. All right. Or it is poisoned. <laughs> so poison, if I remember correctly, does gives him disadvantage. A poison creature has disadvantage on attack rules and ability checks. So he has disadvantage in all his stuff. Nicely Ooh. done. Boy, it's been a while for me too. I was like, oh, forgetting all the forgetting all the rules. All right. Bowden, you decided to uh get this creature's attention. It'll happily turn its attention to you as it looks up at you after you smashed it with a hammer. Mission accomplished. <laughs> yep, you see it swipe it. It reaches out with its claws to swipe at you. Bring it. Yeah, yeah. You sort of laugh as the you sort of laugh as he brings his claw up to swipe at you and catches nothing but air. Nice. His and he continues with the claw strike against you. Second one. Okay. Uh, Thirteen total. Misses. Yep. This one sort of catches a little bit of your armor, but doesn't do anything. Rattle, rattle. Yep. Way too much metal for you. <laughs> DM3. Oh, oh, is right. it Kilgrace's turn yet? No, she goes next, actually. Oh, I, I, I put him in the right order. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just figuring out what's going on, guys. Well, we'll help you walk through it. No worries. Yep. All right. You see number number the one that's being tag team is not doing extremely well. The two townies seem to be doing just fine with them. Kilgrace. What would you like to do? You just saw, you just watched a dwarf halfling and a hobgoblin rush into attract these three werewolves yeah. to rescue some townies. So I'm thinking that I can use my short bow to work on the guy that's attacking the female. Yep, you can. My short bow has an 80 foot reach or 80, yeah, 320 foot reach. You're well within range. Okay. And so how do I do this? Yeah. You've measured the distance. All you got to do is roll for an attack. So okay. if you go onto your character sheet, you can select got the uh, to hit uh, bonus and go roll. <laughs> um, I got a five. You got a five. Plus your, did you, you add the 
Oh yeah, yeah. I did. <laughs> she rolled low. <laughs> I rolled a one because uh, I'm awesome. That's what we call. Finally, it. somebody who's not me. <laughs> you boned it. Yep, you boned it. Yeah, unfortunately, Glad to be part of the group. You you're starting off as a Bowden. Yep. All right. You come rushing out, and you know, you think maybe it's the alcohol, or maybe it's the fact that you're facing, you know, uh, lycanthropes. Not really sure, but your shot goes wide. All right. All right. Put twenty. Also, also within a new normal round of action for you, yes. you have an action which you can attack, do different things with. Sometimes you'll have a bonus action depending on what you are that you can do things. It'll tell you if you have a bonus right. action. And you also have a movement. As a dragonborn, they generally get 30 feet of movement or six squares. So you can actually click on your character okay. and drag it around the board wherever you want if you want to yep. move it to someplace else. That's exciting. If you want to measure something on in roll 20, there's a symbol that's the, you see like the arrow at the top, then a paintbrush, then a, a, then a, a spyglass, and then yes. this funky Q thing. Mm-hmm. If you click on the funky Q thing, that's your measuring tool. Okay. And if you click on that, you can then click on, there you go. You got it. That's not me. That's me. Oh, that's Gary. Okay. Knock it off. Okay. <laughs> that's me. There you go. Okay. All right. So my super special bonus action is that I get to essentially disengage or hide. Correct. Um, you, you also have a breath weapon that I believe is a bonus action. I d- is that a bonus? That's a exciting. Look. I'm looking too. There's a tab that does under actions specifically under bo- that list bonus yeah. actions no yep. it's not under bonus <laughs> i can do i can dash disengage or hide right so remember hiding is simply being out of line of sight in the, and also if you decide to hide based on your character build as a, a rogue it means yeah. when you attack and ex- successfully strike you do additional damage right so in this case the way i describe hides especially with a fight and a rogue and everything else uh, all your enemies are engaged, so you can make a hide roll without actually having anything to hide behind. Because what you're doing is, so, line of sight. yeah, you, you're simply staying out of their line of sight and not being the the primary target they concentrate on. Okay. So I'm it, good with go, that. So go ahead and give me a give me a stealth roll. Okay. Which one do I? What do I use for that? Uh, if you go on your character sheet and go to your oh, there it is. Okay. Click Got on it. stealth and give me a roll. You're kidding me. Twelve. Well, works. I'll make a note of that. So what that means for you next time you make an attack on any of these three, mm-hmm. um, I'll do a perception check for them. And if they fail their perception check, get less than 12. means you get sneak attack damage on them. Fabulous. So you get to add a 2d6. Glad to be part of the team. All right. Mm-hmm. Here's the last one. Very helpful. Yep. Ah, okay. You see the, uh, the werewolf that is attacking the female? Sort of stop for a second and double over as the female breaks breaks the breaks from the grapple and starts running away. Good. She starts fleeing down an alleyway, screaming as she goes. <laughs> and that is the end of round one, beginning of round two, which puts us back to Bowden. Okay. I am going to let's see. I uh, drawing my shield. That's just a simple action, right? I can just yeah. You can just draw it. Yeah. Okay. It's, Pull out my shield. I am going to move to here, and as as much as I can defensively, uh, uh, the guy on the ground, the human. Uh, what kind of shape is he in? He's in very rough shape. Okay. He, he's he's definitely been he's definitely that well worn out chew toy. 
Is he at the zero level at the zero hit points point or? Uh, he's close. Okay, I'm just trying to figure out if I should spare the spare the dying or if I should give him try and bring him back. He's still breathing and screaming. He's still breathing and screaming. Okay, I'm just going to try and interpose myself between uh, okay. the werewolf and the guy All right. and, and whack the werewolf. Give me an attack roll. Call it a werewolf. I don't know what it is. It's a weird thing, but okay. Uh, it's got a dog face to it. It's barking and snapping Oof. at you. I'm back. <laughs> is that a wolf in a good way or a wolf in a that's, bad way? That's a wolf in a bad way. <laughs> as you as you step over uh, to defend the villa, the town, the, the water Davian and everything else, the him scrambling to try to get out of the way and get out of the fight and everything else throws your aim off and uh, basically causes you to completely miss your opportunity with the uh, the creature. Ah, I'll get you. Chip, back to you. Huh, if uh, if Bodhi's fully engaged with this werewolf creature, yep. I'm wondering if it's worth it for me. Could I roll a medicine check to see if the fallen man is worth stabilizing? Yeah, you can go up to him and do the medicine check. Okay. So give me a medicine check. You can, if you want, you can actually drag him out of the combat zone too. Oh, check out my medicine check. Nice. Yeah, if I could pull him to safety then. Yeah, so you go up, grab him, drag him. You can drag him 15 feet safely out of the way and do a medicine check. You know you can save him. You can, you know, do some basic, you know, he, he is he is saving, he is savable, not beyond the level of his wounds will eventually kill him by bleeding out, but you can stop that. Uh, which doesn't matter which direction I take him. No, as long as you just move him out of reach of the uh I'll probably go backwards. Yeah. Okay. That's me, by the way. <laughs> oh. <laughs> How do I get just the? This thing? guy is this guy's the one who's hurting. Yeah. You might have to pull Bodie out of the way first, then pull then pull him next. Okay. Or just pull pull him behind me or something. Yeah. So, not only does your medicine check you actually give you the fact that you know it allows you to stabilize a dying uh, mm -hmm. person, so you've definitely are preventing this one from any more blood loss or losing anything else. Go ahead. And I'll move. There you go. He's moving out of the way for you. Thank you. All right. Heroic Chip goes in there and uh, pulls pulls the town person to safety. Uh, with that being said, Adrock, is your go. I am going to move uh, to within 30 feet of the guy I was attacking. Okay. And then I'm going to uh, let pull out my hand crossbow and nail him with it. All right. Patwang. 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 <laughs> Equipment actions. And it is a plus five to hit and a 1d6 plus three. Ooh, I did not do well. Um, targeting this one? This is a... I targeting, the, targeting the one that just uh, had the female escape from it? I'm targeting this one. Okay. The one with two people on it. Okay. What'd you roll um, to hit? I rolled a an eleven to or yes, an eleven to hit. Eleven total. Yes. You see your crossbow bolt pass in through some of the clo you know, the clothes it's wearing. You can tell this you know was definitely some type. It probably was a town folk or you know before it changed form. So you see, it catch the clothes, pass through it, but doesn't seem to do any do any damage whatsoever to the okay. creature. Before that happens, once per short rest, if you miss an attack. You can gain a bonus equal to the number of allies you can see within 30 feet. 
So mm -hmm. I have eleven, and I can see I can see three allies. Cool. So you get a plus three. So it's a fourteen. That'll hit. Wonderful. And uh, that will do d6 plus 3. So that will do 7 damage. All right. Is your crossbow bolt or anything magical? It is a repeating shot. Okay. Magical crossbow. 7 points. <laughs> Nicely done. As, you, as it catches the clothing, just drifts a little bit and slices across the underarm of the creature. Nice. And hangs yes, up it, there. By the way, it is magic because I infused it. Yep. All right. about that. Thank you. And that is my turn. Someone. That is a gentleman on Bowden. Bowden. Bring it. <laughs> just decides he, he wants to take that, that hard art shell and crack it open and see what the soft gooey center on the inside. <laughs> Does a claw attack to start off with. I'm delicious, but you'll never find out. <laughs> nope. Uh, he, you... It's the nails on the chalkboard as his claws rake across your metal. The second claw attack. Oh, well, that might do a little bit better. 19 total. Oh, just hits. Okay. Unless you have to beat my armor class, in which case... No, just tie it. Do, do. All right. Uh, whack. Eight points of damage. How dare you? He rakes... He, you know, the, the, you, the distraction of the nails on the metal distracts you for a moment. He finds the, the opening under your uh, arm, on the armor and everything else, and draws blood. That tickles! Stop it! Next. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, Adrock and Kelgrace, you guys see the one that's being tag-teamed by the two uh, other other patrons? You see it break loose from the, uh, the fight as they take a few more swipes at it and starts fleeing towards the uh, burning building. Does it... Does this provoke a reaction? Uh, for them, it does because they get an opportunity to attack because it's in base-to-base, -base, but you're not in base-to-base -base with it. Okay. Could you ping the direction of the uh, the burning yeah. building? Yeah, I can. It would be up over this direction. One ping only. <laughs> so is it going to pass right by Kel? Yeah, it will. Okay. <laughs> so I, uh, I'm going to assume that Kel wants to use their reaction on it as yeah. it passes. Yep. All right, one sec. We'll move on from that one, and we'll come back to Kel as soon as she returns. No, I'm going to get her. We we have to switch out because there's a there's a kid malfunction. Okay, not a problem. But what I'll I'll just move on to the uh, last last one. Not a big deal. All right, and that last one is looking at. Well, actually, Adrock, you the turn and charges you. Unfortunately, Adrock has stepped away from the building. <laughs> Adrock has stepped away as well. <laughs> I'll make it easy. They 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 want to taste the tin can. Oh, great! Thanks, Adrock. <laughs> So now we've got Bowden flanking on either side, being flanked yep. on either side by werewolves. Yep. Got a 21 for the first claw. Oh, that misses. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that, he's got his, now that he's got his claw on you and everything else, he pulls you in close and decides to take a taste of you as he brings his kiss. Gives you a big toothy kiss. And that's also a 21. Oh, crud. I need you to give me a constitution check there. Right. Or else I get to be werewolfy or something. Yep. I don't know. Let's see. Roll it. Oh, great time to Bowden, dimwit. All right. Did you, what'd you roll? Five. Yeah, you uh, you failed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so from the claw attack, as it slices into you, you take six points of damage. Okay. And, the and bite? from the bite attack, you take nine points of damage. Fifteen points. 
And they like the taste of dwarf. Yes, they do. I'm delicious. You are delicious. All right. Okay. I'm going to put my pen. Hate to heal myself, but guess what? <laughs> I may have to do that. All right. Top of the order. Bowden. All right. And we'll yeah, cycle I'm going we'll to do that. I'm going to cure wounds on myself here. Actually, I'm going to cast it's a I'm going to cast the first one in a second level slot. All right. So that'll give me 2d8 plus 10. I'm going to cast it. Boop. And the damage I get back is 15 points. Undid that last one. <laughs> and let's see in terms of movement or anything else that I need to do. Yep. I'm going to move over to here. Yeah. All right. Well, heck, I can move to here. Nope, 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 nope. Crud. No, I'll move to here. Sorry. <laughs> decisions, decisions. I never released. I never let go of the miniature, though. It's uh, like chess. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've got to keep him away from this dude. So no, understood. So Chip, it is your go. The nice thing is, you see, Bodie, you've you've you basically you put some bandages on the uh, wounded townsfolk. Uh, you see, Bodie just get jumped on by not you know the second one joins that for whatever reason they seem to like the taste of dwarf. Oh, hell no. And uh, they seem to be working your buddy pretty good. I would like to help Bodie. <laughs> well, which one would you like to go after? The one of, the one of, this is number one, and this is number two. Number two, the All one right. closest to Bodie. He's also the only uninjured one. And he bites really hard. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he's got a taste for, he's got a taste, taste for dwarven meat. He, he wants to tenderize it some more. Um, I'd like to see if I can throw my Euclua. Yep, you're within range. All right, so do I click hit? DC or damage? Uh, should be the DC. Okay. So Chip opens his mouth and throws his uvula at him. What? <laughs> I still need to see a picture of what that thing looks like. I have no idea. I, I kind of think of it like the three-sided um, boomerang, if you've seen those. But with blades? Yeah. Just sharpened edges. 16 plus 2, 18. Oh, that definitely hits. Roll damage. Seven. Seven points of damage. Where does it hit him? It catches him on the shoulder. Right in the ouchy spot. Yeah, right in the ouchy spot. Right, right above the clavicle. <laughs> For everyone listening at home, now you know where the ouchy spot is. <laughs> Two inches to the left of the tip of the clavicle. <laughs> what, is this, what is this werewolf's response to getting hit in the ouchies? He turns, attention, he turns his attention towards the person who just stuck with a spear. Let's see. <laughs> Adrock, it is your go. All right. Justin? Oh, there was a sound on... Uh, excuse me, gentlemen. There was a... <laughs> <laughs> it's Friday night. Time for technical difficulties. <laughs> Leaf is in her house right now. Well, Kyle will keep keep the other ones distracted and nip at the heels. Right. So if, if, if Kyle... Uh, would Kyle will turn into a were person? Uh, since he's already a dog. And, <laughs> Good. Kyle would be a cute person. Uh, I'm pulling up my characters so I had to restart because I'm not sure if you want to hear what Kyle has to say to y'all though. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you guys doing? Like, yeah. can, you just ima- can you just imagine what Kara would say to you if she could speak speak your language? Oh man, she would be so angry all the time. <laughs> she- I, I think Jasmine and Pepper would actually have it even more uh, have more to say to you too. Yeah, they're enjoying themselves right now. They're on the couch licking themselves on opposite sides of the couch. We need to talk to druids next time. It's like, is speak with animals more a blessing or a curse? So <laughs> that would really... be a question I would ask him. And Emerald would go, it depends on the animal. Yeah, that's true. 
All right. I am now that I've got uh, the game back up. I am logging. I'm back in. All right. Where am I and where are we? Uh, you guys are in Waterdeep. There's your ping. Okay, that's me. Yep. Where's the uh, dude I was wailing on earlier? This is a bad dad. This is a bad doggy. That's the one you were wailing on earlier. Uh, the only thing you missed, Chip, was uh, Bowden and Adrock thinking that it might be a good idea to let Kyle get bit so they could turn into a were dog. A were people. Were, 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 were person. Already a dog. <laughs> um, <laughs> so there's one on me right now. Correct. You are in base to base with one. All right. And I'm going to pull out my uh, flail and I'm going to wail on him. Okay. And so my flail and whale. And whale, yes. So D8. So that will be that and that. Have you infused your flail? Not infused my flail. Okay. I know know why you're asking that, but but, uh, whatchamacallit doesn't. (laughs) But Adrock doesn't, so. We're going to watch as this does not do well. Um, it is a, uh, it doesn't hit anyway. It's a 10. No, it misses. You see him bring up his elbow, block block your flail, and look at you hungrily. Well, that's not, that's not how I want him to look at me. All right, I guess that's my turn. You're right. Bowden, you still have the one on you. He's not giving up. He's, his buddy said you you taste good. He wants He wants to sample the goods. You no longer have advantage on you. He's in on it. <laughs> uh, Nineteen. You know that hits. Okay. Well, the he doesn't get his. Uh, well, does a fifteen hit you? No. No. Nope. So he claws you, brings you in close, and as he wraps his mouth around you, he gets nothing but shoulder pad. Nothing but metal. Chonk, nothing chonk. but metal. But the claw. Wow. The claw does nine points of slashing damage. Yay! Sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> I see a passed out dog in the other camera. Yep. <laughs> Care bear. Yep. All right. Uh, DM3 is actually running away. That's the one with DM3 will be Kel Grace. So DM2, we'll get uh, Kel Grace to come back in. She'll get a few actions when she comes back. All righty. Or it'll just be she's tangling with the other guy. Well, Chip, you got saved by uh, Adrock decided to engage the one you stuck with the spear. And uh, you see him swing. You see that one swing at Adrock with the claw first. That Wait, who's attacking? The the final, the the final were creature down by Adrock. He Adrock. attacked me. I thought. no, that was the one above him. Oh, that, that was the one up top. There's mm-hmm. one on. There's one on. Uh, there's one on both you, and there's only one on. So the one up top is on. It's the one oh. that attacked you. That's DM one. That's DM3. DM th- or DM3. Got it. And uh, and this is uh, that one. So we'll pause for a moment and let's let Kel Grace pack catch up. I'll pause before that way so we can get everything going in the right order again. Yay. All right, Kel Grace. You notice that the the two towns, the, the two other the two other patrons were successful in forcing the uh, werewolf to run off and run by you. Um, as it runs by you, it gets within your attack range. You are welcome to do a reaction to attack it with a melee attack if you right now you have a short, short bow out so you can either let it go by you and not attack it or you know attempt to attack it with your fist or something or maybe even use your dragon breath use my dragon breath okay because i'm guessing we don't want this guy going to mess with anyone else yeah he's running by you as if he looks pretty well uh beat up he looks pretty beat up yeah okay so trip him <laughs> tripping um, <laughs> 
I could do I could either do my dragon breath, but then I have to take a short breath rest to have it back, or I could do my rapier, which is a five foot reach. Is he within five feet? Yeah, he's gonna pass within five feet with you. If you do your rapier, you're gonna do it at dis you'll have to roll a disadvantage because you are Higher. having to draw it out and strike him as he goes by. Got it. Interesting. Okay. All right. So let's use the dragon breath or the breath weapon. Okay. So I get a 15-foot cone. Okay, and I believe he has to roll a saving throw or take half damage. Yes, he takes half damage on success. What is your, uh, whatchamacallit, what's the saving throw he needs to get? It should say it on your character sheet. Is it the DEXDC? Yeah. What's it 11. Say? Yeah. So he's got to roll a deck. It's dex 11 or better for him. His dex is only plus one. Well, he rolls a natural 17. So roll damage and half it, rounding down. Okay. Is that the 20? Yep, D20. Or you can just click on the damage that's uh, right there, and it should roll it for you. The damage that's right there? The, uh, the damage in the on the character sheet uh, next to the saving throw, next to the breath weapon, it should be like 2D6 or something. Or you can roll... 2D6, two, yeah. It's a, okay. Yeah, if you click on that icon, it'll, it should roll the damage for you. It doesn't, that one doesn't work that way. Okay, well, okay. just roll 2d6. 2d6, okay. okay. I got a three and a five. So eight. Plus one eight. And then... So know. you don't get your strength bonus. You don't get your strength bonus for those because of the, um, it's a breath weapon. So okay. you eight points of fire damage as you see the, as you see the creature ignites into a fireball as, you, as he passes by you. Ba-woof. Okay. And it's a howl at the top of his lungs. Owie, owie, owie. All right. I can't listen. So, Kelgrace, it is now back, it is round four back to your turn because everybody else is gone. you now officially caught up. So what you see is you see, you just watch the one creature come running by you and you strike it with your breath weapon. But you now have two more still engaged with the warrior, the warriors that have come out to help you. The dwarf is being tagged team by two. The little gnome has safely pulled one of the patrons to safety. And Adrox got his back, and the hobgoblin's got his back to the wall fighting another one. Everybody else is taking the opportunity to flee as fast as they can away from the fight. What would you like to do? Like, did, we, did I just get kicked out of the room or something? No. <laughs> hey, everyone. Then, then there was much thinking. Yep. Yes. Well, there was also much chatter, so I missed who we're actually talking to. Who was doing something? Gotcha. So you got two targets. Select target one or select Bing. target two. I do. Yeah, you got two targets oh, to choose from. That's exciting. Actually, you actually have three because the one that you just breath weaponed on, yeah, you're still running away on fire. Oh, that's exciting. I feel like that's terrifying enough. Let's see how far away is dude. He's a flaming werewolf. A flaming <laughs> werewolf. Hey, it's Pride Month. Oh boy. <laughs> All right. So, hmm. What are the chances of a flaming werewolf extinguishing his flames? He's got to take the time to roll on the ground. Water roll on the ground. Yeah, stop, drop, and roll. All right. Well, let's let's go ahead and do. Now, is this do I? Is this an action, or is this a bonus action? Any attack actions. Any attacks any are attack generally action. are generally actions. Okay, I just want to make sure I did the right thing. Okay, so, oh, now I see that. Okay, so if we, he is 20 feet away. All right, so let's see if I can get him with my short bow this time. Okay. 
you spin around, draw an arrow, and fire. Yeah, I'm really bad at this. Ah, um, think you could get away? Poing. Yeah, he, I think he got away. Well, I don't know, because I, I got a six. <laughs> he got your, <laughs> your arrow goes wide again. As you yeah. spin around, you realize you're like, yeah, I probably should have put my rapier away. He does Likely. indeed think he can get away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. So with that being said, Adrock, the last guy is on you. And this one, of course, bring us is. back up to bring us back up to the current time. Let's see what the claw does. Sixteen. Misses. That does not miss. Not the claw. The claw. The claw. The claw as he rakes you and brings you in close does six points of damage. Ow. He wants to take. He wants. Ah, he only get, catches nothing but leather with his roll to sink his teeth into your skin. He doesn't roll high enough. He, he rolled a six total. I'd rather you damage me than the outfit. All right. Well, top around five. Woohoo. Bodhi. All right. Turkey. Uh, so we've got one, one, one weird turkey who is, uh, who's beat up a bit. Another weird turkey who's untouched at the moment, right? Uh, no, he's, these look very healthy. Okay. Not untouched, but he still looks a lot, lot better than everybody else. Okay, so the, the weird turkey who is looking better than the other one is going to get a guiding bolt right in the face. Okay. Um, so that's the one that that's the one that split between you and uh, Adrock. Yep, yep. He's getting a a uh, first level guiding bolt cast at second level. Okay. Uh, I'm going to roll to hit. Oh, for Christ's sake, Bodie! <laughs> you know it. It's got a marine layer that's rolled in. The rain and everything else gets in your eyes and everything else. You sort of. The reflection sort of causes the bolt to go wide. Wait, can I even miss? Let me see how that works. Hold on. Uh, if it's an attack roll, you can't. Make a ranged spell attack against the target on a hit. (laughs) Ground's a little bit slick, so as you step back to plant yourself and get ready to blast them, you sort of of roll high. Yeah. All right. Chip. That was at a plus five, too. I assume a seven doesn't hit. No, a seven (laughs) does not hit. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, can we uh, can we enlist Kyle? What would you like you if you'd like to roll your animal handling to do something? You can also tell him to guard the wounded townsfolk. Oh, uh, no. or something. I wanna, I want Kyle to sink his teeth into something. Okay. Yeah, as a as a bonus action, you can give him a command to basically engage. Just roll your animal handling. Convince him to join the fight. Huh? 18 plus four. Oh, yeah. He's more than happy to. Ooh, he's, you know, you can see Kyle happily charges the one that's uh, the Bowden's on and give me a D20 roll. Next week, we're a puppy. <laughs> Don't give Bowden me... it, Kyle. Don't Bowden <laughs> it. Chip, give me a D20 roll, Chip. Nine. Nine. Bowden did. Uh, you see Kyle do the usual dog thing, uh, come barking up, nipping at the heels, but doesn't really engage the were creature. Mm-hmm. Uh, does harassing so um chip you now have advantage because you have a companion flanking the werewolf you are fighting uh is who ha- is number two the ukula pierced one yeah that's the one that adrox also fighting as well what would you like to do you've you've told kyle to go fight now you still got your action and movement let's see i am how far away am i i am You're about 10 feet away you can easily move in and engage in either one i do want to engage uh, how about now, Flurry of Blows? Okay. Want to step up? 
So you can use your action and spend a key. So what you can do, you can use your regular action. Oh, you've already used your bonus action. So yeah, do flurry of blows. Spend your key point. The old blurry of flows. Yep. 14 plus two. Oh, that's a definite hit. They one damage. <laughs> one damage. Damage is damage. All right. Uh, who's after chip? Sorry. It is Adrock. All right. So I still have uh, a senor next to me. And do I get flanking or no? No, you get, you're not. Nobody's flanking the uh, one you're on. Unless you want to attack Chip, that would be interesting. I mean, you can move around to, to flank. <laughs> you can actually move around him to flank because you have the movement. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Okay. Move around him. Yeah, just go opposite of where Chip's at, and you'll uh, come up on a flank. Wonderful. And I'm going to use, I guess I will do this at disadvantage. Um, <laughs> trying things until something works. So I'm, I'm going to... Is that Kyle? Yep, that's Kyle. I'm going to do a rate of frost uh, at him. Okay. And since that is a ranged spell attack, uh, I think it's a disadvantage. But I have uh, flank. You're base so to base. Yeah, so you'd be there for flank. So it's a normal roll. It's a normal roll. Yep. Woo. Oh, that's a terrible roll. Oh, <laughs> man. Um, that would be an eight. And you did what again? It was uh, Ray of Frost. <laughs> you see the, uh, with the light rain that's rolling down, you see like the area just sort of turned into frost crystals and sort of everything around you just sort of frosts over. There's absolutely no harm to your target. I'm right next to it. Yeah, well, it's a swirling melee of movement <laughs> and everything else. Sometimes very difficult to hit, you know, it's trying to thread the needle. Yeah. He's within the, he's in the, the effect range of the Bowden effect. Yes, he is. <laughs> All right, that's my turn. All right, Bowden. He still wants to. He still wants to know what his buddies said is so good to taste. Uh, you got a twenty for his claw attack. Yikes! He's just rolling real well. Uh, four points of damage from the claw as he pulls you in to try to sink his teeth into you again. Cool, And that's a nineteen. Also a hit. Uh, that'll be seven points of damage. You don't actually need to make another constitution. Would you like to make another constitution saving throw? <laughs> Doesn't matter at this point. Would it help? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. The flaming werewolf that is running away from you howls <laughs> one last time before it stops moving and just curls up and continues to burn. Kelgrace, it is your go. What would you like to do? You see two of the werewolves still in a fight. There's a dog that's joined the fight. The dwarf, yes. the hobgoblin, and the gnome are all ganging up on two of them. Okay, so the these are the this guy is a werewolf, and yep. this guy is a werewolf. That's yep. correct. And that's the dog. That's the yep. dog. Okay. Be careful which one, which of the three you shoot. Yes. <laughs> well, that's what I was just thinking. I was like, I really don't want to shoot the dog. Um, I feel like you guys could take it a little bit, not the dog. Okay, so my like super stealthiness, I feel like what can I move? Like how what can I do for like movement, Gary? Um, you can move six squares in any direction you want, except into the buildings. The other thing you have, you will actually have advantage for attacking the one between Kyle the dog and Bowden because they he's okay. technically flanked already okay. by so you would roll it with advantage to strike them. Okay. I feel like that's a good idea. 
Actually, um, do this. I don't want to well. hit the dog. So why don't you do this? Because you're a rogue. Okay. Why don't you roll me your stealth right now okay. as right. a bonus action? Doing it. Okay. What'd you roll? 26. <laughs> you win. Yeah, yeah, you win. <laughs> so <laughs> you definitely win. He is, <laughs> he is so concentrating on, on trying to take a chunk out of boat and he doesn't know you're there. So if you'd like okay. to attack the one that the dwarf is fighting, you will actually get sneak attack damage to add to it if you is successfully that... strike with your short bow. Is that this guy? That's that guy right there. Between okay. Kyle and the Bowden. Okay, do I have to move so I don't hit Kyle? Nope. No, you're firing a bow. You're firing over the top. So. Okay, so I want to use my short bow and try that. All right, so let's see. Please be something good. 14. To... Yeah. Oh, uh, plus. Well, so I got 14, and then do I get the the extra bonus thingy? Well, you'd roll with advantage. So, uh, you'd roll. Uh, so when you roll damage, you get the, the sneak attack damage as well. Okay. So you get to roll your normal damage with the bow, then you also get to add an additional 2d6. Yeah, uh, added an extra 2d6? Correct, for sneak attack. Okay, so the, my my hit was 14, and the 2d6 are 7. So 21 total? 21 total. Nicely done. Thank you. So, you're like, <laughs> you're not paying attention to me? Watch this. Uh, <laughs> Bowden, you see the uh, creature in front of you sort of arches back really deep and, you know, let out a howl of pain as it reaches behind itself, trying to claw out something that just buried itself in its flank. Nice. All right. Uh, who's left? It should only be the one fighting. You know, it hasn't, it hasn't tried out gnome yet. So it's going to turn away from Adrock and, Oh, and see what it tastes like. See what it, see what they can do to taste a gnome. Chip. It reaches like out. It reaches out with its claw. I <laughs> uh, got a twenty-one to hit you. Ooh. Ooh. It rakes you with a claw for seven points of damage. Ugh. Seven points of slashing damage. As it, as the claw rakes out and gra- as it rakes you, it pulls you in tight so it can get a good, good, good angle uh, to bite deep into your shoulder on the clavicle. Ouchies. That is not consensual. <laughs> uh, no, you you managed to you 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 put you intercede with your elbow, smash smashing the underside of his chin to make sure the teeth the mouth closes as it as it as it basically slightly headbutts you, so it doesn't get a good grip on you uh, with his teeth. I do not consent to this chomp, Mister Werewolf. No, thank you. <laughs> All right, that is in the round five, top round six. Heh. Bodie. All right, I'll I'll just take a straight up warhammer swat at him. Okay. Let's see, so I got advantage, so I will take advantage of advantage uh, and whack him. Okay, twenty-one. Definitely, he's uh, wide open and exposed as he's trying to dig the arrow out of his backside, and you you go, hey, line up for the belly button, and take a good swing. Nine points of damage. Nine points of damage. Whack. He goes from arching his back to doubling over. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> let's just let's just juggle him like this for a while. <laughs> Chip, it is your go. Uh, I'm gonna still reeling from my ouchies. I'm gonna yell for Kyle to come help me out. Okay, Kyle disengages from uh, there and attempts to harass your little buddy. <laughs> yeah, he hits. You see him grab a hold of the uh, creature by by its Achilles area and. It's trying to shake it like a dog toy. That's right. <laughs> yeah, Kyle's got a hold of him. He's flanked. 
You guys got you had advantage. What would you like to do? Let me get in an unarmed strike. Okay. 14 plus 2, 16. That definitely hits. You line them up like a you know, like a punching like the punching bag back at your dojo. Did you used to punching and crack 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 crack. And two they, damage. And two damage. Working it just like a punching bag, slowly wearing it down. All right. Who's next? Adrock. You see Kyle's now latched himself onto the uh Achilles of the one you're 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 fighting with. Chip's using it like a you know, practicing her uh stance and technique to properly, you know, hit a punching bag. What would you like to do? I will once again try to ray a frost uh <laughs> the uh wear person, wear dog uh, right. in front of me. And so I will take one of the stones out of my pocket. Uh, mix it with the white liquid and, and throw it directly in front of me at the person who's five feet away from me. Normal roll since we have advantage and disadvantage. Ooh, wonderful. That actually did some good this time. Uh, and I rolled a 17. 17 hits. And it is a straight four, but it takes uh, four cold damage and its speed is reduced by 10 feet. All right until the start of my next turn. Okay. And that is my turn. Sounds good. So, Bowden, the one facing you, realizes that it's just not going to get through the tin can and uh, makes a break for it to run by you. Uh, actually, before it does that, it swipes at you because okay. it can still attack you. So it claws at you. I got a 15 with that first claw. This... Second claw, total of seven. Miss. It does two swipes at you, then turns and flees. Oh, look, opportunity attack. Whack! <laughs> Go ahead. Look, an opportunity miss, unless a nine hits. No, nine doesn't. Yeah, dang it. <laughs> so close. And yet, so far. That one's dead. So he ran away from you. The next one comes up. Uh, that one's dead. Kelgrace, it is your go. You just watched another one of the werewolves turn and run past you. Okay. Bit out of your reach, but uh, he's still within your line of sight with a bow, where you can take a look at one that now's got uh, four on one. What would you like to do? Yeesh. I feel like I want to definitely get rid of one so he doesn't come back. So this little guy is just burning here. He is dead. He's he just is a, dead. Okay. He's a uh, tender log. That one is just running by his buddy. Okay. And that's the one that just uh, that's the one you just shot in the back. The right. Bowden took the advantage and. Give him a belly tap with the hammer. Sounds good. Well, let's let's finish him off. Go ahead. Give um, me a short bow. Give me a. Oh. You can you can always roll a stealth check here. Yep. Let's do that. There you go. Okay. Stealth check is uh, twelve. All right. Let's see if he catches you in perception as he runs by. He's paying attention. Oh yeah, he's paying attention. So you don't get sneak attack on him. Okay. But you can still attack him for regular damage. All right, so let's do the short bow, and I got 24. 24 hits. Roll damage. What do I roll damage? Is that the thing next to it? Yep. Eight. Eight damage. Pa twang. You catch him in one. You catch him in the hindquarters on the right side, and you see him start limping <laughs> as he moves forward. <laughs> oh, right in the tocks. <laughs> Instead of a blow dart in the buttocks, it's an arrow in the buttocks. <laughs> Blow dart. All right. Uh, DM2. It is surrounded. It's got a target-rich environment. <laughs> That's one way to look at it. The other uh, is he's surrounded and about to be stomped on. Yeah. 
Adrock, he, he goes... Actually, Chip, you're less armored than Adrock, so he she goes after you. Claw, claw, claw attack. Misses. Second claw attack. Yeah, they both miss. They both rolled a two. <laughs> two plus. It tries to rake, rake you, but the fact that Kyle's got him by the uh, Achilles is not helping him, helping his deal in the least. So, uh, top of round seven. Bowden. Swacking time. It's swacking time. Let's see. So I have advantage on it, so I'm going to take advantage. There you go. Hit him. For all the good it did, an 11. I rolled a five and a four. Jeez, it was. So I'm assuming 11 does not hit. No, he manages to intercede with his claw and hold your hammer at bay. Wow. My job here is to completely destroy all probability and statistics in, in, in one localized area. All right, Chip, it is your go. All right, enough of this fancy handwork. I want to see if my short sword will land. Okay. Give me a roll with advantage. 12 plus three. That's a hit. But you draw your short sword and much like the samurais do, draw it out of the sheath and you'll run it up from the midsection all the way to the chin. What's your damage? Six plus one. Seven points of damage. Nicely done. Chipped. Nicely done on the hit. Adrock, it is your go. Wonderful. I'm going to switch it up between fire and ice. So I'm going to uh, pull out a stone, dab it in a red gel, and fling it at the wear thingy in front of me. Um, Not disadvantage, not advantage. Ooh, that's wonderful. Uh, That will be a uh, 20 to hit. Smack dab in the middle of the chest where the rocket lands. And the hurl emote hits the creature and it takes one, it takes 10 fire damage and any flammable objects uh, ignite uh, if it's not being worn or carried. Oh, you see the, you see the clothes light up. And that is, he he goes um, from being a just a standard wet werewolf to a flaming werewolf. (laughs) Does that make him more dangerous or less dangerous? About to find out, aren't you? And that's my turn. All right. DM1 ran away. He continues to run away. DM3 is dead. Kelgrace, you, uh, the one you shot as it's trying to run away is gained the distance on you. Is now, you get one more shot at it before it ducks around the corner. All right. Sight. Let's take it. Okay. And you get to do it with advantage. Excellent. Okay. So my stealth advantage? Yep. Your stealth, you, so you didn't get your sneak attack as well as advantage for shooting at it. Okay. So stealth is 15 plus six. Okay. All right. And then short, I'm going to try my short bow. And that one is uh, naturally a one plus four. As it ducks around the corner, you see your arrow almost catch it as it lodges into the the corner of the building and the werewolf ducks out of sight. Did you roll that with advantage? Yes. Well, I don't know how to, but. Uh, Roll a second d20. Roll a second d20. Roll it a second time. So you rolled a one already. What's your second d20 roll? Eight. Eight. So that'd be eight plus four would be 12. 12. That just hits him. Okay. Roll me damage. Add 2d6 for sneak attack. Okay. Damage is four plus two is six. And and 2d12? Or 2d6. 2d6. Seven. So 19. Yep. You see, catch him in the uh, in the. It looks like as he's running around, it catches him just behind under the arm by the armpit. You see him stumble around the corner and vanish. Not sure if it was a kill shot or not, but he's. You definitely watch the arrow sink in the skin. That's an outy place to take it to. Yep. yep. Trust me. <laughs> Doesn't feel good. Nope. All right. 
And the last one, Chip, it's going to stick with you. It still wants to taste gnome. Swings its claw at you. Uh, was, mm, oh. Eighteen. Does that hit you? What's your armor class? Twelve. Oh, yeah, he hit you. The claw rakes you for seven points of slashing damage, pulls you in close, tongue licks out just as the teeth try to sink into your skin. Ugh. For a 22. That hit. That definitely hits. That's nine points of damage. I also need you to roll me a constitution saving throw there, Chip. Come Are on, you... join the weird party. Are you still <laughs> alive, Chip? I see. Now I will be at 11 health. Constitution check. One plus one. You rolled a two total? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. We're a weird party. Woohoo. <laughs> the, the curse of the Bowden. Yep. <laughs> right. Uh, that is the end of round seven, round eight. The Bowden curse has fangs. <laughs> Bowden, it is your go. You see the uh, you see the creature you're fighting pulls Chip in close, gets a good hold of the clavicle on the other side. It missed the first time, but got the got the left side, and is shaking her like a, a little chew toy. Oh, that's shaking, not... shaking him like a chew toy. My apologies. Yeah, that's that's not gonna that's not gonna pass. Uh, let's see. I'm going to go with... I'll hit him with a guiding bolt again. Hopefully I can not miss. Don't hit right. Chip. Don't hit Chip. Nope. <laughs> Please. Please, sir. Please, sir. All right. That's more like it. Okay. Just sitting there. A 22 to hit. Two hits. All right. And that does... A whole swarm plug thing where it will damage to it. Once it finally figures it out. Oops. Where'd it go? Did it show uh, 18 points of damage? All right. Your guiding bolt smashes it in the face as it's trying to shake Chip back and forth, and you see it blow the creature back off Chip and fall backwards to the ground between Kyle and Adrock. As Kyle lets go of the... Uh, as Kyle realizes the creature's on fire and goes, nope, don't want no part of that. <laughs> um, but as it lays there, the flames slowly going out. You see it. You see the uh, fur going away. The snout sort of, it sort of, re it reverts back to its human form. Lays there. All right. Uh, spare the dying. Not moving. Okay. Ooh. Spare the dying. Uh, we're out of combat, so we're out of initiative. So. Well, I think the trio encountered more than they bargained for. It would seem the full moon on the eve of Founder's Day may disrupt the celebration. The trio, with the aid of a dragonborn, won a hard-fought fight against three werewolves. So what will the rest of the night bring? Some of the buildings are in flames, and other were-creatures are likely roaming the city. Join us next time to find out how the rest of the night goes and to see if the dragonborn joins the trio. Thank you for listening to Smash, Loot, and Roll, Episode 13, Grace of Kale.